Good morning. It's June 6th. And welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. This morning's title is Rufus. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. Romans 1.20 My wife and I often sit on the window seats in our breakfast room sipping coffee and looking out at whatever we can see. Most often this is at first light or right after the sun is setting, the former before breakfast and the latter after dinner. The other evening, Sterling, our large tuxedo cat, was sitting on the sill at the open window, only a screen protecting the object of his intense but quickly shifting gaze. We humans are usually watching the bikers and dog walkers on the trail across the street. Sterling is more closely interested. This particular evening, when we looked closely to see what had his tail twitching back and forth, it was a hummingbird drinking from our salvia. Now, we don't see many hummingbirds in Dallas, Texas. We see them frequently in the summer months in coastal Maine, but rarely here. So, me being me, I had to look this little fella up on iBird+. Plus. Turns out he was a male rufous hummingbird whose summer range is northwest Canada and whose winter range is only a tiny sliver on the map that comes through Dallas, extending from West Virginia, meandering all the way down to the Rio Grande. It is May, as I write this. He better get with the program if he's going to be in northwest Canada by June 21st. Have you ever thought about some of the wonders of nature like this one? How on earth does this little guy cross 3,000 miles 14,000-foot mountains, and arrive on the Pacific coast of lower Alaska. Ever seen a flock of hummingbirds flying over? I haven't. How high do they fly? Do they travel at 100 feet above the ground or 5,000 feet above the ground? The iBird app says they nest further north than any hummingbird in the world and travel as far as Mexico in winter. While they are rarely seen in groups very large, there are words for such gatherings. Bouquet, glittering, hover, Shimmer and Attune have all been used for this. We found information on their feeding, nesting, and breeding habits. We found maps of their range, migratory patterns, and description of their preferred habitat. We found not one word about how in the heck they get from Mexico back to Canada with their tiny little wings and their tiny little bodies. They must use an awful lot of energy. No wonder they have to make frequent nectar stops. Look around you every day. You will see miracles at every turn. Things that might just pass you by are actually fascinating if you take the time to look into them. It just never ceases to amaze me that there are people who watch a hummingbird, even for a moment, and doubt the existence of God. Try reading Lewis Thomas's classic book, Lives of a Cell, to boost you along if you have any trouble being fascinated by the world around you. I think nature's imagination is so much greater than man's. She's never going to let us relax. Richard P. Feynman Those who contemplate the beauty of the earth find reserves of strength that will endure as long as life lasts. Rachel Carson Sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Jeremiah thirty-two, seventeen. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Psalm 19, 1. Father God, how wonderful and mysterious are your creations. Who has followed the hummingbird when she migrates? 
Who can count the stars in the skies or the quarks, neutrinos, or electrons in the palm of our hands? Help us keep our awe in front of us every single day that we are privileged to live in and care for this magnificent world you have made for us. Amen. And if you want to actually hear a hummingbird's wings... We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow.